Welcome back, everybody, to the Wagon Lift Podcast. None other than Ben Hag back in the Hag. I just called him Hag. <laughs> ben Hag back in the house. Right he is a Hag. It is. It is U.S. Jail. Open Week. And if it's a major, you know who we bring in. Did ben. I come for the ma- the Masters? You didn't come for the Masters. You came no. for the PGA, though. I would have predicted Tiger in the Masters, too. Good fucking oh, Ben. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. super easy to say that you would have predicted Tiger. Ben Hag coming I'm up one for very one. hot, very hot pick. Uh, Brooks Kepka. I wouldn't even say it was hot. I thought it was an obvious pick. I, yeah, was, every, I was so. I was told pretty, everybody I ever met, which probably brought the lines down, which is why yeah, I yeah. as much money as I thought I was gonna. Yeah, I personally moved the line. Oh, here <laughs> it we was. Go. A, it was a great pick. I mean, it was kind of an obvious pick. Cool. Yeah, so I can't give you too much credit, but yeah. Nobody <laughs> else at this table had it. No, you're well, absolutely line. Right. We're not gonna pick the same guy as and you. And Bruxy just soared. It was a fucking no- was, demonstration from Thursday to Sunday. It was ridiculous, mm. but that mm. was a few weeks ago. There was an hour of excitement. Yeah, I mean it's fun to watch, but there was an hour of when he when he when yeah. he, he played bad. He, sorry, he played bad golf in, for an hour. In, yeah. On Sunday, the whole week he played bad golf for one hour. Right, so that was it. Well, somebody that did not play bad golf was this weekend, Rory McIlroy. Hello, sixty-one. Sixty-one. We had a fifty-nine watch for a little while. That was fun when he he made his first bogey. About two minutes after I turned the TV on, because oh, I'm a jinxer, <laughs> I'm I'm a no hitter jinxer and a 59 watch jinxer. Although I did see David Duvall's live, I have it on VHS. Do you? Um, yeah, I was a big Duvall fan, and I literally have it on VHS. Let's let's bring that VHS over and find I'm it. Down. Let's watch it. Uh, did you guys did you see it live? I no, I didn't. I watched it. Dude, I he was recording on a show to the point where. <clears throat> Now I'm like, ugh, now I have no idea who's going to win this week at the U.S. Right? That's how good he played. He would always be a favorite, but he's, eh. I wouldn't consider him a favorite this week until I was just Sunday. Say, now I'm like, yes. oh my God, now now I don't know what's going to happen. Now yeah. he's going to, he's in the ring for at least top four, without question. He puts, forget it. I, I've said this on this podcast, and I'll be on the record once again, when he's playing his best, he's the best person playing golf in the world. And by by far, uh, it's not DJ, so. it's not Tiger, it's Rory McIlroy. I can't. I, I disagree with the by far point because I think if DJ's on his game, he's right up there with him. I think that's a one and two. Yeah. Pick your battle. I disagree with the by far. Yeah, and Brooks as well. If he's putting, I mean, but I think the course set, the course needs to set up a little bit for Brooks. Uh, whereas you know D- Dustin and Rory, if they're making putts, they're they both seem unstoppable. I'd love to see. Those guys with Tiger down the stretch this week at the Open. All right. All right. Emily, where do you think about Rory after this, after seeing him Sunday? I loved it. He kept talking about how he felt free. He was swinging with freedom. And I'm like, well, is he going to bring some freedom this weekend? Because I'm excited. He was excited. wearing red and blue. I know. I know? did like that. The, the, the red and the blue is like a little tigerish on a Sunday. You're like, ooh, he's going to yeah, wear the red. Dark, but he, but think, he had a blue, you know, he had a blue little tinge to it. So it kind of I like, mean, we know that you are a fan of apparel and the way that guys dress. Uh, so well, I mean, I'm just know, saying everybody in the world noticed he was wearing he's red on red. Sunday. Well, that's okay. Nobody does that. Well, I guess he kid. was. But you know what? It was his second victory this year. The other one he was what? playing great. I mean, he play, his cha- play, play his championship. championship. When he right. won the P- the players, he he was in a stretch of like uh, he had like five top fives in a row or something like that. Didn't he? remember the beginning of the year he couldn't win, but he was yeah. like second, second, right. third, yeah. second. He's been the best golfer all. I mean, start to finish of the PGA Tour season, Rory McIlroy has been the best golfer all year. Uh, and, I'd agree and with by that. Far, I'll it's say just by him far and Kucher with um, two wins. Does anybody else won twice? 
Um, I know Kucher has two wins, know. but they were right. kind of in the fall. Well, you got the fall tournament in Mayakoba. That was a good field, yeah. by the way. Uh, in, uh, in well, Brooks didn't Brooks won the CG Cup. CG Cup. Brooks won the CG okay, Cup, right? So Brooks has two. Yeah. Um, that's CJ a good Cup? field in Canada too. That's, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys use it as a warm up, so you never know how hard they're going on the yeah. grind mode. But that's a very Rory good field. was going because I oh, think, yeah. well, oh, yeah. especially because he on missed Sunday. the cut on uh, he he missed Memorial Cut. Yeah. So do you think that he was a little bit more rested? Here's the thing about Rory, with majors, that I, at my opinion is you don't know who's going to show up. You know, there's no chance on planet Earth Brooks Kepka misses the cut this week. Right. Oh, the Brooks no of late. There's a chance Rory misses the cut. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? agree. <clears throat> it's like yeah. the old Tiger, not comparing Rory to Tiger that much, but the old Tiger at least would never miss a cut. He's going to be there in some contention, top 20 at least. You know, and on the other hand, you had a guy like Phil who's amazing, but Phil misses cuts left and right, right. even in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rory same. misses cuts all the time. If he's not, Rory used to quit a lot. You could tell who's going to show up. It's the putter. It's the putter in the yeah. short game, though. Like I think it's he, a great he, point. But it, he, he loses. Yeah. His he body lo- language is like. Yeah, no, it's a great point. He loses momentum if he knows he's not home putts. Yeah. He, I mean, he can drive it. He can figure it out. He's a one of the best ball strikers on in on planet Earth. But if he's not making putts, then you know he gets himself mentally but out what, of it. But what the poa Anna's? Did I say he that right? Po- he likes poa Anna. Right, yeah. and so that's what he played. Just one word though, poa Anna. No, I like poa. Anna. Po- oh, Poa Anna. Poa Anna. Oh. No, he played really, really well this past weekend, um, and that was Poa Anna. And, yeah, he likes them, I heard. And, and that's and what Pebble's going to have. So. Right? Pebble has Poa Anna greens. That's a good point. Poa Anna, they get bumpy in the afternoon mm-hmm. Poa Anna. All right, so we're all pumped. We're all super pumped. About I got inside info on Rory. So he was, getting, he was getting putting lessons from Brad Faxon to help him out. I don't yeah. think that's inside that was info. Last that's, year. Yeah. that's known. Uh, and supposedly... When Faxon was asked, "Well, what's what's his problem with the putter?" and he goes, "He doesn't like to listen." Rory knows what Rory wants to do. Well, uh-huh. Amen. Who does? He's getting yeah. putting. Well, when you're getting putting lessons from one of the best putters in the last 50 years, you should probably listen. Yeah. Supposedly, it kind of reverts back to doing what he wants to do. I see that. Well, I mean, if he can, if he, I mentioned he putted like, uh, you know, you don't even have to put him in a top 10 putter. Imagine if he putted yeah, like he a top 20, average. top 30 guy. Yeah. I mean, a lot more wins. Probably yeah. a couple well, more perhaps maybe. it helped him subconsciously while he played with, quote-unquote, freedom this past weekend. There you go. So, freedom. There you go. Freedom. Freedom. Speaking of freedom. Yes. Uh, it's freedom with the betting odds this week. We'll go over this a little bit later. But sure. this is as open for uh, in terms of no, anybody can over win it this now. thing. Yeah, fuck as, it. Let's as do can, it live. As I can, let me finish my fucking sentence. <laughs> All right. This is as open a field for a, US, for a major. I think I've... I've seen in the last two or three years. I, like anybody can win this thing. It could be a bomber who's playing really well, like a Brooks or a DJ. Yeah, you don't need Rory. to be a long hitter. I just heard that this morning. I, I, I mean, it could be it could be long. anybody kind of in the middle of the field. Like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to navigate this. There's a lot of course management. Yep. Uh, that's gonna have to happen. Small small greens. Yep. Sm- very small greens. Um, second shots will be huge. So I mean, it comes down to iron play. Yeah, I think so too. Brooks so I, today. Sorry to interrupt you. Just on the point of the course. Brooks today in his interview said he might hit driver once, maybe twice on the, on which the, is on the front that's nine. so interesting because <clears> there's <throat> front so, nine he might hit it twice. There's so many holes where it will <clears throat> tempt them to do it, so we'll see if they stick to that minute that, yep. that course management because there's there's a lot of holes where they can reach, they can get closer, they can leave themselves little wedges in. So it's gonna take discipline. I think Tiger yeah. will have the discipline. I think Brooks has said he's gonna have the discipline. Helps but, a guy like Tiger is the best iron player in the world. Yeah. When he's on. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. it is the shortest track of the year. 
So uh-huh. for majors, for ma- yeah, for for yeah, for majors. So it's playing sixty eight hundred. Interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. I looked it, it up. Emily's, getting, Emily's throwing some stats in. There's like no it. way he's playing sixty eight hundred. That's what they. That's what I read. So maybe well, my I'm, facts are wrong, but. Yeah, let's Google There's this. No chance it's playing 600 yards. 680. 680. 680. It seems short as fuck to me, but for U.S. Open? Yeah. Let's see. No chance it's playing 68. Drum roll, please. I'm going to say 72. It's a par Scotty. 71 or 70. Talk to me, buddy. I'm going to say you know, 70. We, uh, we're, we're, let's talk a little bit about course changes sure. and setup versus, right? versus what we had right. in the. Uh, are you Googling this? Irregular right. season. So, so course changes. So, obviously, the rough has been taken in even from what we saw earlier in the year. Um, two's gonna play longer. Eight's gonna play longer. Nine's gonna play longer. Nine's five twenty-six now, right? Yeah. Par four. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. So that's nine's the yeah, one. Yeah. Lest we forget, they already played there this year. Right. Yeah, no. Mickelson won. Right, but right. nine, nine is a par five in the regular. It's a par four now. Playing in, as in, a par four. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. And at AT and T, when they play here, the right. regular, it's five hundred twenty-seven yards. It's a par five now. It's a par four. That's ridiculous. Right. Again, that doesn't matter. So no. Um. So th- those are the big changes. Two's a lot longer. Um, I don't have it in front of me um, how much they lengthened it, but it's it's quite severely lengthened. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying it's lengthened when I say it's shortened? Well, well the, no, the, the hole is. Oh, the hole. That, that the particular hole, okay, hole is. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, I'm trying to look it up right now, but this is not the easiest thing to find. But again, it be, it's a U.S. Open, so what, what, what we know is that the fair and 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 we can get into the website. course setup a little bit. But what we know is that the fairways will be taken in, so it'll be much difficult. And two, they'll get away from as the graduated rough. And so if you miss the, the fairways, you will pay a price here. They're also going to have a U.S. Open conditions where they're going to try to burn everything out a little bit. And it's, as you guys know, live, we all live here in California. That time of year is really wet and rainy, and Pebble gets always a lot of rain up there. Now it's actually summertime, so that they can dry the course out a little more. Because these guys just eat up. Soft courses. Yeah, they'll get it as fast as possible. Be a little firmer. So that brings us into, I think, probably the most controversial (laughs) and and most talked about topic of of this week, which is going to be the USGA, the course setup, the complaining, the USGA messing it up. Uh, I'll go around the table. Uh, Ben or Ben, why don't you start? What do you think about the past three years? What the USGA has been doing. I hope and, Mike and Davis hears up. this and he steps down. <laughs> okay. I think he's an idiot. Oh, boy. Uh, <clears throat> no, we're not getting on this podcast. Fucks up but every U.S. Open. He's an idiot. Here's the thing. You have uh, the PGA Tour who sets up 40-something tournaments a year. And the guys love every venue they play in terms of the setup. You never hear... You never hear Guys complaining about the setup week to week usually. Yep. Yeah, because they're they 22 like under par. But that's not. But, but every year something happens in the U.S. Open that they screw up. But they don't ever have a con- they don't have a consultant. This was on last year when they they're like have a consultant from the PGA look at stuff. Have have them come on and do it as a joint venture. To your point, idiot Mike Davis. No, but to your point, he oh, does th- he did okay. get a consultant. He did listen from last year to this year. He has well, a still fucked it up. he has a oh, from, this, from, from last, last year to this, year. this year. You're yeah. saying this year Good. they have one. This year yeah, they have one because he kept screwing it up. And from, so from the PGA tour, from the he he was hired by USGA. I'm I'm totally forgetting his name right now. Okay, so well, and the games they have a we'll figure out his name, but there's a consultant they hired this year. Yeah, and and he's done a really good job. He's gone. He's no, been we'll on see. tour. 
Well, he, throughout like We're communicating. Par seventy one, seven thousand seventy five yards. Uh, what are you guys doing over there with your left fancy I, laptop? <laughs> no, it's that that I have no her? internet. I have yeah. no internet. Man, just oh, oh boy, oh, boy. Oh, shit. we got there drinks spilled. Drinks spilled. Oh, we got chaos at the podcast. Chaos at the podcast family. Oh my god, Scotty, go take it over. All right, so here's the thing about the setup. Um, I'm with Ben. The USGA has gotten an F in the last three, four U.S. Opens. To defend the USGA a little bit, it is the most difficult test of golf. So that's Should be. why it is most the most scrutinized, and that's why it's the hardest to get right. To that point, this is not going to be Aaron Hills. This is not going to be Shinnecock, and this will be very difficult to mess up. What did they mess up at Aaron Hills? I forget. Well, Aaron Hills. Way too it was, easy. It was just too soft. It was just too soft, and it just Wide played. Open. It just played. Wide as, open, yeah. You know, Brooks just hit it 340 anywhere. You can, yeah, you can literally um, play And so, so it didn't play as traditional U.S. Open golf course. Tiger talked about it this week. So with that said, I think Pebble, who the USGA has an unbelievable relationship with, it goes there every 10 years. I don't think they'll mess it up. I think it will be a good week for the USGA. The only thing they could possibly mess up is, is possible hole locations. But I think it won't be fast enough like Shinnecock where they mess up enough hole locations. I think the USGA gets this right. I think Mike Davis doesn't step down. Uh, I, I, he he could uh, step down, isn't he? Isn't he not setting up He's the not course setting up the course right. anymore. He's, He's not, not setting up the course setup anymore. He's not in charge of it, right. right. Uh, they screw up everything. They screwed up the ladies, the USGA in general. They screwed up. They screwed up everything that had to do with the ladies in the Lexi Thompson situation. They screwed, oh, they screwed, they screwed that, up yeah. Dustin Johnson. That entire situation was a joke. Uh, at you Oakmont. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. At Oakmont, like, okay. hey, hey, bro, uh, we know it's Sunday and there's eight holes left. We might penalize you. We're not sure right. yet. We'll, we'll get back That's, to you. It was terrible. We'll get back to you in five holes. That was handled, that was handled horribly. Hey, so, Lexi. Hey, Lexi Thompson. In the middle of your fucking round, uh, we're giving you a penalty from yesterday because some fan called in. So they, like, they, they uh, figure so it out, dude. So I need, it's I not need, even cross, course. I need the floor they, for they a minute. Everything. I need the floor for a minute on this. So you're absolutely right uh, about them messing up all those situations. I think the most important thing in all that stuff is that you learn from your mistakes. So they they have tried to learn from the DJ and DJ had a debacle at Whistling Straits too. They didn't learn um, from the DJ situation because they did the Lexi no, they Thompson made, thing was just as bad a, a couple years later. Well, that but that was. Two different situations, but it doesn't matter. Which leads to, to the villain they didn't learn from it and made the same mistake. Yeah. All right. So okay, but they changed the rule now. So Mike that, Davis sucks. <laughs> that was a little loud. Fuck that guy. Bottom line. So I'm not <laughs> defending. I, I'm not. I'm not defending Mike Davis. I don't Sounds give like a you shit. Are. Yeah. And by the way, what did Kenny Harms come on this podcast and say both times? What? He's he said a lot of things. He's we had him on for an hour. He's, he's disappointed the USGA. Everybody. The USGA has gotten. A F grade at this for the last four years in a row. First of all, first of all, second of all, let me finish my point. The reason they 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 tried to learn from their mistakes is now that if you if you move your ball accidentally, you can put it back. They changed the rules of golf for that reason. So that's them trying to fix the mistake. Go ahead. Second of all, I'm sick and tired of everybody shitting, especially the especially the players, complaining and shitting on the USGA for course setup. Okay, I'll give them the fact that. On Saturday last year, there were there was a couple. A hole that was unplayable. Couple, Why should they not shit? A on couple it? pin locations. Agreed. There was a hole that was unpl- unplayable. unplayable. There were guys put a couple pin locations. Unpredictable. Couple, you can't have a couple in over a, in four a days. Over ha- over four days. Steve, you, everyone you can't have a couple in a, the national championship. Stupid. It's unplayable. How did anybody finish the hole? 
they, how did, how did they guys, finish? There were guys that had. As far as I know, footers. everybody played the hole there and everybody guys that finished. Were the best putters and best players in the world. In that the had world. 20 footers that were putting 20 footers off the green. Yeah, okay. it's unacceptable. It's unplayable. I, they made okay. I so I'm admitting that's a mistake, but that's not unplayable. They finished the fucking hole. They finished no, the wrong. golf. No, it's wrong because it's it doesn't wrong. test the best players. It's wrong. It's who it's who won the last two no. U.S. Opens? Brooks Kepka. Okay, Brooks Kepka. Is Brooks Kepka complaining about anything? No, and that's what I was just. Well, gonna yeah, say. he's got two fucking so trophies. He's got two trophies because fucking... he was he was the best player. Yeah, over but I mean, the technically they could put the hole in a bunker and you'd still have to finish. You ever seen the girl that wins the the Miss America pageant complain about the questions she gets? That's a very interesting. Yeah, that's a very different uh, analysis. I mean, okay, they, you're they pointing finished, out they finished the hole in Shinnecock ten years ago too, when guys were putting the ball right. the and messed so, it up again. But you're pointing so, out one or two situations. You can't have that in the world. It, it's our Super Bowl. It's the national championship. You can't okay, have that. I'm admitting that. Have that. Aaron admitting, Hills. Aaron, you can't defend Aaron Hills. You guys are screaming into the Let cannot cannot Aaron Hills. Has this, did this happen at, at Augusta? No, it's, it's the same golf it course at every the, year. At the PGA next year, last year, or, no, or, or this shout year? out to St. Louis. Okay, so look, no, they mess- no, you can't have hole locations that are teetering on the brink of whatever, and then if it gets windy or, or it gets dried out, then it, it becomes unplayable. Okay. And just because guys finish the hole doesn't mean it's unplayable. Can I? Can if you have I, guys putting the ball off the green from twenty feet and they're the best players in the world, it's, it's not a hit, fair hole location. All right, so it's I'm not just fair gonna- is fine. Making mistake, fine. The point given. Let me finish. So point taken. Yeah, it's the same but thing. I'm using different. At this point, language. the amount of the amount of commentary coming from the players and coming from media critics is a little bit overblown, in my opinion. I okay, don't think so. it's the supposed to be the toughest test in golf. It's supposed to be hard, and all these players they grow up, and what's ingrained in their head is that I'm I make birdies. I'm supposed to if I hit the fairway and I hit my shot on the green. I have a putt for birdie. If I hit the fairway and I'm close to the green, I have a I have a chance to get up and down and make par. It doesn't matter what the whether you make birdie, whether you make par, whether you make bogey. The the point of winning a US Open is the guy that's over four days that takes the least amount of strokes, no matter where the fucking hole is, I don't care if it's in a bunker. That's the guy that's the U.S. Open champion. I'm not. So I'm not saying that. St- let, I'm not disagreeing with that. Let's tone this down a little bit. It's. I want. I it will to be, not. I want it to be testy. If the USJ, so if the USJ wusses out and makes it soft, so these guys can go make 10, 15 birdies throughout the fucking week, and they end up at 12, 13 under par to win the tournament. That's not the U.S. Open. I want to okay? see. I want the winner to be at even par. I want. I'm, I'm like you. I want one guy to break par and win, shoot even or one under. I love yeah. tough U.S. Opens. That's what I want. I don't want on Saturday if the wind picks up. There's a whole location where the last five groups are putting the ball off the green. Okay, that's so not fair. It's I, not, that's not, I, that was the 100% agree with you. It should be a hard test and a fair test. I, okay, not agree. circus golf. Agreed. Steve, we have this conversation all the time. And I think the one thing that you want is predictability. And that's the one thing that the USGA has consistently got wrong with hole locations is that it becomes unpredictable because of the certain hole locations, right? And that's, that's the big knock on them is that they haven't made it consistent because guys in the afternoon – Face different conditions than guys in the I morning to get to certain that, hole that was locations. This is way back, but they had a green at Shinnecock. That's you're 100 right, Scotty. That's ago. that was the most valid argument of the last year's Open is that the wind kicked up and that's when it got it completely tipped. ridiculous. They had a hole location teetering on the edge. The wind kicked up and it went. It was gone. It was, yeah. yeah, it was gone. So, so where are you on that? You're disagreeing with that? That's that's fine. No, I, no, I because I think hole. I think that the players who were playing the best, the most unfair thing about that was that the players who had. Who had played the best Thursday and Friday and earned the the last four or five tee times on Saturday got the most unfair conditions in the end. 
So that's it. What I'm saying is I'm overall, I don't want the USGA to back off. Like admit you made a mistake, which they which they should excuse me, they should do. Admit you made a mistake on those few holes. And that's a big fucking mistake. I agree with you. But I, I, this, I want this to play firm. I want the rough to be penalizing. Oh, and course. I don't care that the players bitch about it. I really don't. I, I, just so yeah. And they're going to bitch about it because yes. if they're not making birdies, and they're going to bitch. Of course. I, and to bring I, it I full circle, think... hold on, Ben. Just to bring this full circle, yes, you have a number of players. You have Rory. You have Tiger. You have Phil. They've said... Guess oh, what? No. no they, you have all of those guys who are saying that they, they are unhappy. They've been unhappy. Phil says 100% of the time USGA is going to screw it up. Rory said yeah, that this is... Yeah, that was a yeah, great one. Rory said that this is True. their last chance or... I don't know what's going to happen. What, are they going to go on strike for next year? I don't know. But the one person that obviously wasn't complaining, and that's what you brought up earlier, is Brooks Kupka, because, yes, he has the championship the last two years. And the thing is, is that it's going to be a heated conversation. I agree to the fact that it needs to be difficult and challenging. I would like to see even par, but it would not be fun to see if somebody was shooting 600 to 800. These guys will not, will not complain. If the golf course is hard and difficult, they will complain if it's unfair. Agreed. Thousand percent. And and the people that are complaining are not complaining because the course is hard. They're not. They're complaining because there were times where it was unfair. They're not complaining because of the thickness of the rough. They're not complaining. It's mostly that's a fair point. Because good shots aren't getting rewarded. Yeah. Yeah. You want you want good shots. The circus stuff. And they're probably it's easier to complain about the USGA because of the circus stuff they've done with Dustin, with Lexi, with all that other shit. And it's easier because you have social media now and all this crap. So the players have a louder voice than they've ever had. And you're gonna hear all this pushback all the time. Fire Mike Davis. Um, you can fire Mike Davis. That's that. I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I, I. but I, personally, I, it seems like the guy doesn't really know what he's doing. But I don't know him, so I'm not gonna rip him like too much. But I, I mean, whatever. I think like, to bring this him, to bring this back, they there, don't need to do. They don't need to trick out Pebble. Pebble will be a great test no. as it is. I made this point last week that uh, or two weeks ago, in the, and I said the USGA should take a note. Look how look how difficult uh, Beth Page played. And that played like around par, except for Brooks, who played unbelievable the whole week. And even he like? had some shot. Even even he had some trouble at the end. But guess what? It played thick rough, pretty firm greens, and <clears throat> it played and fair. Tar- and you hard but fair. Yeah. Hard but fair. So the USGA doesn't need to trick up a course too much to do that. But what I hope is that with all this, my, my total point here is with all this circus media and all this player like pushback, that the USGA is going to wuss out. And they're not going to make it US Open. They're going to put pins in the middle of the freaking greens and make it soft as hell. Uh, so I, don't I do that. I hope they don't do that. Don't do that. I hope they don't do that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so uh, just a little upcoming stuff. We'll get into picks in a minute. I'll, yep. um, I'll talk a little bit. I've, uh, I've got a little bit of inside information about the broadcast. I'll, I don't know if anyone wants to hear about it. But we do. I'll, I'll do about the tech. That's sort of my part of the business. Um, and so we'll just talk about the broadcast a little bit because you said you want to shit on Fox. But I think Fox, for not having covered golf, uh, you know, before 2014 when they did the cha- when Chambers, they did Bay. Chambers Bay, which was yeah. kind of a disaster, that first broadcast. But yes. that's sort of expected. Yeah. Kurt McPhee, after that, Kurt McPhee, after that, they've gotten better every, every year. year. Yes, great. And they have some cool tech stuff. They've, some they've, stuff. they've uh, pioneered the shot tracer. Like the, the reason we see this so much on other networks now is because Fox did it on more holes than ever as soon as they got to 
uh, Oakmont and started doing it all the time. So anyways, a lot of that stuff you guys are going to see again. Again, this is from Fox Contacts of my myself. Um, they're going to have a ball tracer on every tee box. So every tee box you'll see a ball tracer, which they did last year as well, which is great. Um, so they've been sort of a trendsetter there. On nine holes, they'll get extra data so you'll see ball speed you'll see club speed you'll see other extra track man data awesome. on nine of the holes they have that ability um there'll be two rf roaming cameras that'll have tracer so you'll see tracer from the fairway on rf which is usually only like one camera has that on normal broadcast so you'll see more of that they've got this mobile tower camera um that uh will have tracers from all different angles so actually you'll see <laughs> ball trace coming at you when they shoot shots you'll be able to pan tilt and oh, zoom with sick. tracers don't know how i feel about that so i see the angle though uh yeah but well, i think behind the green that's kind of cool my see, guess is my trajectory and stuff like that Why yeah you if, you, your eyes? if you're well, seeing then, i gotta see the angle sometimes i if like you it. can't picture it stupid from behind the green <laughs> no fucker ben's angry today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're behind the green behind the green that you can see the I like guy he's gonna be this big I like behind, be 150 yards and you'll see it i like behind the player that's how i see shots behind the player yeah i mean you know my guess is they because you can pin tilt and zoom that's a new technology my guess is that you'll see that sparingly because they're going to be experimenting yeah. with that um so that's there uh they're going to have penalty area cameras this is the first time i've heard Ooh, of this there's going like to be that on holes four and five where you're <laughs> like kind of uh, i think those are kind of along the water yeah or the, so <laughs> they're going to have penalty area cameras that are 210 degrees so it'll help the usga figure out like is this ball ob it where is the ball it, so people aren't spending five minutes looking for the ball like that so smart that that'll help out um i know but you know sometimes they push that rule a little bit no one starts i haven't seen a clock yet stop clock. yeah <laughs> um so that's it they're gonna have a tether aerial drone so they'll have drone shots and aerial shots all over there they'll have a camera on a boat putting really? a camera i'm on, on a boat floating around I love it. um New practice tea channel. Andy Sandberg's doing the play-by-play. <laughs> we'll have a new practice tea, practice tea channel this week. So <laughs> lots of TrackMan stuff on the practice tea channel. Um, that'll be on Fox Sports One or whatever. And then you know for featured groups, like all the all the holes will be covered. Um, the main broadcast will obviously be on Fox Network, but FS One or FS Two will have featured groups as well. So you don't have to go to the app to see them. You'll be able to see that on cable TV. Even nice. though most people are going to watch the whole thing on their app, but. Anyway, so a lot of cool stuff. They're doing uh, some AR stuff with the app as well that I don't know much about. But um, anyway, so that's just a little bit behind what you can expect. A lot of the same stuff. They're going to push technology. They're going to push the shot tracer. Um, one of the things that they do that they're going to continue to do a lot is like carry distance. So they do that little virtual graphic like 218 yards to the bunker. So you see that from like the player's view um, behind them. So I don't know. Personally... Uh, I, I think you can argue about talent on Fox and stuff like that. I think Joe Buck did a pretty good job. Joe Clark will be involved this year. Our boy Shane Bacon, who's been on the podcast, friend of the program. Joe, here's my thing about Joe Buck. And I like Joe Buck. I, I, I love him on football, and I love him on baseball, and a lot of people do not say that. They they, they just okay. they, they love to shit on Joe Buck. I enjoy him. I l- like him on Howard Stern. I think he's fucking hilarious. I, he's very good on that. He adds zero drama on golf 
Jim Nance has it down pat. Even the NBC guys. Interesting. They can add drama with their inflections or the way they broadcast it. And you're on the edge of your seat. Yes, you are on the edge of your seat with golf sometimes. You're watching the Masters. You're on the edge of your seat. Right. Yeah, what, Vern Lundquist. Vern Lundquist. Yeah, like, Joe oh, Buck. gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Joe, Joe Buck adds zero drama, whether it's the way they cut to, cut away to him or, or whatever it is. It's it's the It could be it, – It's there's no drama added to it. It's – it's I so think, mundane. I, yeah, I, I, it's so mundane, dude. And again, I'm not a Joe Buck hater. I, enjoy, I can't disagree. I enjoy him with baseball and, and football, and every year I'm like, oh. I'm probably with you because I don't disagree. I think he's gotten a lot better baseball and football-wise. He's gotten a lot more excitement in his voice, and he's like, you know, I'm not a Joe Buck hater at all. I like him a lot. Uh, I think he's probably still learning a little bit. He's just trying to cover the event first, and that's the first thing you need to do as a play-by-play announcer. You need to, like, not fuck it up, right? So I think he's finding his voice or but finding out. You need more than that. that. Yeah, I agree. You need if more this, than just enough. Yeah, but some some to... people have like you've been listening to Nance for years, and you were listening to Johnny Miller and um, you know the, Vern Lundquist for years do this stuff. I don't think he's had that moment that he hasn't had that. Oh my, he hasn't had that. Hello, friends, which is that's not drama, but. Like but those it is. guys have well, a you, signature. You, when he says that, you know it's Masters Week. You yes. Get a yeah. Yes. It brings euphoria to watch the Azaleas and to watch what's going on about. Yeah, and I, he's still finding that moment. He needs that. He needs that well, something. Well, we better hurry up and find it. <laughs> yeah. How many years do you need? <laughs> what do you What do you think? Uh, what do you think about Fox broadcast? Uh, I, I think it's gotten. I think you hit a nail on the head. The first year. Who's the Irish guy? Shane O'Donohue. I don't know if he's go without doing him the, too. <laughs> He's yeah. not, I don't think Holly he's... Saunders back. She's a whore now on Instagram. Oh, gosh. Okay, now we just... <laughs> you see her Instagram? I'm obsessed with her, but oh my God, Holly, we get it. <laughs> Jesus, God, so, get her a job. She's a friend. Holly likes to... You Holly's know, a friend of the program. I, was, I love Holly. I was going to try to get her on the... She's going to try to get on the podcast. Don't know about now. <laughs> That's fine. So love this. She'll admit to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going a little oh. whorish on Instagram. Cliff Clings... She'll be the first one to admit it. She's fucking smoking hot. Cliff Clingsbury. Shout out to Cliff. But like, holy here's the God, thing. Here's the thing about podcasts. Like eating a hamburger, like it under, has uh, in a breakdown lane wearing high heels, and she's like, "Yeah, don't you want this?" Like, I'm like, "What are we going for?" She's here? all in. She's all she's her chips are in. in. She's all, all in chips are in. I can't stop. I have calluses on my thumbs from liking all her photos. Yeah. I can't stop. <laughs> but um, I thought she was great on the broadcast. I'm saying, get her I'm back great. in there. She's way better than Natalie Golbus. Yes. Yeah. So why, um, what happened? Why isn't she working? I don't know. I don't she should be working. We'll we'll get to the point. But to the broadcast question. It's gotten a lot better. Kurt McPhee got the hell out of there. Uh, yeah. it, it, Joe's done a good job. The fact that they brought in Joe Klatt, who actually knows a lot about golf. Yeah. Shane Bacon, who knows a lot about golf. They've refined the talent pool. It has has done so much Is better and made improvements. Is it still Faxon and Azinger? Yep. Because I, I love Brad. He's a Curtis Rhode Island guy. Faxon, Azinger, and Curtis Strange are yes. all the same person. Agreed. They all have not the same. Azinger, Curtis Strange and Faxon, but Azinger. They all have, they're all. It's all the same yeah, guy. Azinger. They're yeah. all very similar. He's kind of a tiger hater to me. And again, I'm not saying I don't enjoy them. You need one of them. They have. Here's what Fox doesn't no. have. And I've said, a- Azinger I've said this has got times. a lot. Azinger tells people like it is. Here's what he you talks need. about. He's a tiger hater. He, okay, then just have him. But here's what you need. You need a. Whether you like him or not, you need a Faraday or you need a Gary McCord. Agreed. Because they lighten it up. They make it fun. You go to them. You're going to get – you know what I mean? Yeah. There's nobody like that at all on Fox. I agree there. There's I think no they're missing, one like that. I think they're missing that. It's yeah. dull. It's fucking boring. Yes. They need someone with There's personality. There's so boring. Joe Buck, again, doesn't bring the drama, and they have no one else with a personality. I love Azinger. I love Strange. And I love Brad Faxon, but they're all the same Amanda guy. Bellionis does a better job on CBS than any of the guys. Well, hold on. Hold on. So we're talking two different things. Amanda, we're talking on Amanda, the, he's on Encore. 
course. Uh, but Amanda, Fanny, unfortunately, uh, it's somebody with a personality. Amanda is, yeah, and Amanda was in the Holly Saunders role. She's in front of the screen doing yeah. player yeah. interviews. Let's not put them in the same category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's got on the throne, right? Holly. I like Amanda. I love Amanda. Though. I love Amanda too. Holly's on the throne. Seems like a sweetheart. Um, San Diego girl. I hit on her earlier. <laughs> how'd it go? I was smashed. Was uh, how'd, go? how'd that She's go? Single. I was hammered. I was trying to talk to. you ask about the Ashley Brewer? Picks? Ashley Brewer on uh, local channel five or whatever. Channel seven. Seven. <laughs> ABC. Local ABC. She comes on after all the basketball games. Oh, one really? day I'm gonna marry that girl. Oh, yeah. Local news? I'm going for local news? <laughs> I mean, it's LA, dude. She's making money. She could probably go anywhere she wants. She'd mm. be the hottest sideline reporter on TV right now. Ooh, you know Ashley first. Brewer? And she knows her shit, too. I don't She's watch amazing. local news. I don't watch local news. Um, so, yeah, she needs to go right, somewhere else. Let's get this back. No. Anyways. This is what a fun podcast is. <laughs> you hate to go rogue. Yeah. Is this your first podcast? Going rogue is where all, how you put asses just in the like the Just like the Callaway. This broadcast brought to you by Callaway. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They don't even have the rogue driver anymore. It's, a, it's back to the epic Flash. But this is Flash. This is Rogue Flash. Uh, I'm not going rogue. No, Scotty doesn't like to go rogue. He likes to stay no, on, on script. Let's see her. Oh, yeah, she is cute. Now I'm excited. She is cute. Yeah. Now I watch her. You know her? Gorgeous. Very she's on cute. right after the game. She could do anything. She, she, she needs to send her real over to the Fox. Let's go. <laughs> Look at her there on the far left. In the, uh, far right in the in the baby blue. Anyways, uh, I think you're saying, so Fox needs to... They've Get refined her Fox. ABC Ashley. ABC 7 Ashley. They've refined the talent. Her and Holly together on IG. Hello. They've refined the talent pool a little bit better. Best ratings ever. Still got some more work to do. I think they could use a quirky guy. They should just try to get Faraday back. They should just try to get him. Just hire somebody. There's just get Faraday in the back. Hire me. I'm funny. And I know hire Ben. I'm looking for a job. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get to the picks this week. Who, okay. who do we like? So let's go over the at the beginning of the year. Yes, uh, we did a pick thing that yep. was earlier. Uh, I picked Brant Snedeker for the uh, PGA Championship. He was a, like a that was T, a great pick. T fourteen or something. Played better than a lot of a lot of Wait, did uh, major champions. <laughs> he took Brant Snedeker. Uh, yes, as I did. Um, it's a little embarrassing. Anyways, this this uh, U.S. Open, Emily and I both took Tiger. Yep. Uh, I am. Okay with that pick right now. Okay. Uh, you took Dustin Johnson. DJ. That's a great pick. Traditionally loves Pebble. Plays and Ben, game. the correct predictor of the PJ Championship week. Nailed he picked it. Brooks. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed uh, ben, who do you like this week? This Everyone's week, counting this on you. Difficult. This is like this uh, is like, this is the lock of the week. People have their pencils out. Right. They're they pulled their cars over. Dude, I didn't stray from down. Brooks Kepka for a month. I told every person I ran into <laughs> Brooks Kepka's gonna, totally gonna win yeah. um Beth Page. And I, so yeah. it was nice to come out on top and I put money on him. Um mm-hmm. man, Tiger plays really well there. It's not super long. Phil plays really well there. That'd be an amazing story. DJ plays really well there. It's a tough uh, pick. Like that's what we started. This is the most open This one is super do, what, do you have the odds in front of you? I do. I mean, I know Kepka's the favorite. I know Tiger's up there, but that's more of a gambling thing. Although I think he should be a Kepka and DJ. Kepka, DJ, Rory, all eight to one. I hate to go with chalk and take a favorite, but man, maybe DJ. Yeah. Has he been playing well his last couple starts? Um, Doesn't even matter. All you gotta do is get hot for four days. Yeah. Um, I had Tiger at the beginning of the week. I think. um, What about a guy like Molinari? Ooh. Ooh. Could be good. Course isn't that long. Dang. Already straight, isn't he? Who's straight, really straight? Great, great iron player. Actually, that'd be this great value pick. <laughs> Francesco Molinari, thirty-five to one. One of the best ball strikers money. on Dude, tour. You know what I saw? I saw. Um, did I see? Um, Martin Keimer. Hear me out. At t- 
225 to 1 or something like that? Yeah, uh, I, I think know. I saw that in Vegas. He was at 225 or 250 to 1. That's, That's a good value. Didn't he just – I know he – wasn't he – didn't he top five like yeah. last week or the week before? Yeah. And he was going leading going into Sunday? Yes. Yeah, he looked like he, he should have won Financially, it. He should have won a memorial. So that's not pick. a bad pick financially because a guy like that can get hot. He's already won a couple of majors. Right. I know he hasn't done shit in forever. And a player. And if you're listening to me, I'm just saying financially, Martin Keimer, 225 to 1. And by the way, he was just leading a PGA Tour tournament. Two so weeks he ago. went way up after memorial. He's now at 80 to 1. Oh, shit. All right. So he was. Still decent value. Dude, he was 225 to 1. It's still a good week money, ago. though. Yeah. It's still a decent pick. Um, let me take a look at these in case I'm skipping anybody. Right, I want to lean towards DJ. I I, DJ's won here. He's played well here. Again, I'm with Brooks Kepka in the fact that Brooks is like, there's just a handful of guys that are going to win this thing. So you look at guys like Hideki Matsuyama, who's a great player, he's not going to win. Tommy Fleetwood's a great player, he's probably not going to win, although he played very well last. Webb Simpson, great player, not going to win. DeChambeau, no. Snedeker, no. Kucha, probably no. Casey, no. Henrik Stenson, sorry, not anymore. Shane Lowry, no. Um, I mean, I really think it's going to be one of these top top 10 guys, you know? Okay. I think you, the biggest stretch you might have might be Molinari at 35-1. to 1. It's a great pick. I don't even think – I don't think John Rahm's in it, even though he's 28-1. to 1. Ricky, yeah. forget it. Throw him out, unfortunately, <laughs> and I love Ricky. Especially after his comment. Um, what did he say? That he said, if I don't win a major, it doesn't define my career. Oh, God. Well, he also followed that up. That. He also followed that up with uh, – he thinks he believes he'll win a major, but if he doesn't, he doesn't think it'll define his career. I don't like that attitude. All right, I'm going Dustin. Uh, there you go. Scotty I alluded to me. I hate to go with a favor, but I mean, you know, you guys want a winner there at home. <laughs> DJ, I gave, I gave you a last winner. Is that not enough? Brooks, yeah, that's you DJ. DJ as well. I did. I'm a little jealous of both of your picks, so I'm just gonna, you know, uh, but I've, I'm rolling with Tiger. Can I give um, us somebody that I would not be surprised if they win this week? Molinar is your money pick along with. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. I love, <laughs> I love the Spieth pick. He doesn't have it. to hit it that long. He's, he's won at AT&T. Has he? Yes. He has. He's won here. Puts it well. There's a lot of good players well. that have won at Irons. The problem is I wish Spieth's odds came a little bit more. Based on how he's been playing, he's at 16 to 1. Right. Like, it's not great value. And it could go the other way with Spieth, where he has a bad oh, Thursday. And he's and done. he's done. Yeah. So it's not great value. So if you're betting, I still wouldn't take him. Um, but he can, betting he's wise, he's got to find the fairway. That's his big trick. I'll give you two guys that are right next to each other, betting wise, um, along uh, with Ricky. But um, Justin Rose and Justin Thomas, both twenty-five to one. Don't love him. JT's coming off the injury. Um, JT said he's, he's he's feeling fine though. And uh, how did he play? He made a. I know he made a cut recently and was playing decent. Is that it? Um, uh, did he play in Canada? Or was no, that he's been he he backed out of Memorial and. Oh. That's backed it. out of the PGA. He hasn't played. No, since. he's played. He's played one since. I'm positive. He played very recently. Oh, maybe he played Memorial. Yeah, he played, yeah, Memorial. He played Memorial. And yeah. then you know, Justin Rose just lost Funchi, his caddy, a long time for twenty something years. I just don't love it. Um, yeah, Rose, I don't love. I still like Jason Day. I feel like he's been on the verge. Mm-hmm. Steve played Williams good. is on the back, so he's out. Yeah, Steve Williams can go shit in his hat with Mike Davis. <laughs> Why do you like Steve Williams? Steve Williams is the. The worst, You're a bro. big Tiger fan and you like Steve yeah. Williams? Yeah, like how could you be a Who Tiger fan you, and like Steve Williams? Like, hold on. First, first guy to throw him under the bus yeah. and all that shit. Get the fuck Last out of here, Steve. Steve. Oh. Steve, who are you, dude? <laughs> Do you watch golf? <laughs> Seriously, bro. Like I don't even know he was a friend. Let guy's gonna fucking... I'm not... Guy's defending Steve Williams on a... Uh, 
I, I, I don't care. Yeah, she blames the stuff. worst. That's nothing about his caddy skills. Next, Hank's Fuck gonna his start, caddy skills. He's going to start defending Hank Haney next. Yeah, who are you, dude? I'm Hank not defending Haney. Hank I, I Haney. Will, I will defend, <laughs> a little bit. Well, dude, he was right. He was correct. Is that, what's, who's Hank, who, all that matters is who does Hank Haney think is going to win? <laughs> <laughs> predict, predict the winners of majors like nobody's been. Uh, Phil's at 50 to 1. No, that stop might be the it. best value. Steve pick. Williams. <laughs> Who when, Steve when, Williams he jumped is, on, when he jumped on Adam Scott's bag and Adam yeah. Scott won like a WGC, Steve Williams looked in the camera and said this was the greatest win of his career. Just to okay, stuff it in Tiger's ass. He's an asshole. And yeah, he made, a, made, an made asshole. a fried chicken comment. He's a huge scumbag asshole. still think he's respected as a caddy on tour. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Hey, but not as a person. Yes, it does matter. It not matters if you're talking about I who's going to win. I will bet Jason Day. Are you, are you a Pat Williams fan you, too, you, I bet. You're saying Steve Williams makes Jason Day worse. Jason, Jason Day I'm worse. saying I would stay far away from fucking Steve Williams this week. <laughs> are you, uh, so you, you think Pat, it gives him less of a chance Patrick to Reed win? You Patrick Reed fan too? You put money on Patrick No, I hate Reed? Patrick Reed. Why? Well, I, just, I, don't, I don't like his major championship pedigree. I think he had a good week at the Masters, and that's about what it. What about him as a person? I'm not, not a big fan. But you I like think, Steve Williams. Well, I think you like Steve Williams. But you're a big Steve Williams guy. <laughs> Gosh. Well, well, then you're comparing still two different situations. No, not at all. Read a book. What, because because Williams. what they both threw people under the bus. Scumbag. Yeah, yeah. sign of a scumbag right there. Patrick Reed threw his whole team under the bus, and actually Patrick didn't do it; his wife did it. Steve Williams threw his entire the guy who made him. At least Steve. Under the bus. At least Steve Williams did it and didn't let his wife do it. Come on, that's worse, and you know I'm right. I mean, not to fuck anybody that I'm not supposed to around you. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet if someone's wife's around the table. <laughs> you know exactly. You know I'm right. You're not right at all. Steve Williams sucks. Yeah, I hate that guy. He's such a scumbag. I'm right about Patrick Reed, though. Um. Anyways, so down. Any, let's go for deep value picks. Okay. Steve Williams, Patrick Reed, Mike Davis. Ocean ass. Oh, okay. I'll go with Bobby Brown, who's getting for Suwoo Kim. I'm not talking about fucking caddies right now. I'm talking about players. <laughs> well, that was your fucking big topic on Jason Day. I, I said it's, it's the All right. Australian. Bobby Brown's caddying for caddy. Su-Woo Su Kim. I bet you. Jason so you're Day saying Su-Woo Kim? You, you think Jason Day will miss the cut? Yeah. Okay. You want to bet 50 bucks on that? Bet you 100. Okay. <laughs> there it is. You heard it. No, you got a baby on the way. I don't want to take your money. Oh, oh he's backing out. He's scared. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's too scared to bet hundred bucks on that, but uh, I'll. Take How many Jason guys are gonna make the cut? Seventy. Sixty-five. Seventy. I bet you. I bet you Jason Day's not in the top thirty. Come the cut. Ooh, good bet. I still bet hundred dollars. He will be. Oh, I'll be fifty on that. Fifty. Fifty okay. top thirty. Top thirty for top Jason 30. Day. He doesn't start Saturday ben morning in the top Steve. thirty. Okay, stop, but not finish the tournament. Start Saturday morning top thirty. Yep. What you want to bet? Here we go. Yeah, and that's solely basis on Steve because I don't like Steve Williams. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, anyways, all Jason right. Jason doesn't traditionally play that well there. Who cares? We already shook hands. Doesn't matter. Good golf. We already shook hands, Scotty. I'll take it. If it was Joey Pines, I'd take the bet. Okay. Uh, so, you, uh, you mentioned Ricky's comments. Yes. When did he say that? This week? This week. Oh. He said, if I... He said, I wrote it down because Scotty alerted me. I, I missed the press comments, but Scotty said it was interesting, so thank you, Scotty. Gotcha. So I, I went back and I watched. He brought something he said, to the table. If I, <laughs> if I don't win a major, it won't necessarily define me. Do I want to win a major? Yes, and I hope to knock off a few more after that. But it's not going to define who I am. Going to continue to go out, put the work in, put myself in a good position to win. That's the last not, few that's years, not that bad, but... given how comfortable I felt during the major weeks, it's only a matter of time. So that's it. But he, he did throw in like... Yeah, I, I don't want, I mean, to take it. News flash. Why is Tiger Woods Tiger Woods? 
because he's got 15 majors. Oh yeah, he's it's it, to it me is going to define Ricky's career, and he will be the best player to never win a major if 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 he if doesn't, he doesn't win. win one. Absolutely, he has been in the top 10 in the world. It's going to define him as a better player. half of like three. I'm, four I'm years, with you, yeah. but we treat we treat. Of course, yeah. No, no. What, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is different than it's going to define his golf. career as a golfer for sure. Hey. It will help define his career as a golfer. So he needs to get out there and just man up. There's a reason why we don't give respect to Lee Westwood. Yes, absolutely. A lot of second place finishes for Lee Westwood. Same thing with with Ricky. He's got to get it done. He'll get it done at some point. Um, Anyways, uh, what else do we have? Um, Yeah, Phil said, this was mentioned earlier. Phil said Phil has (laughs) made the funniest, maybe the most like uh, all-time comment of any of the press conferences after Memorial said, Phil said the USGA has messed it up 100% of the time if it doesn't rain. He said that a while ago. Yeah, (laughs) 100% of the time if it doesn't rain. That's a huge bold statement. Chambly came out today. I think he said he's praying for rain. Just Chambly thought this was funny because Chambly came out today and said, if anything, the USGA's newer tactics of having graduated rough and and less rough around the greens have actually helped Phil because he drives the ball so wayward that in on traditional US Open courses he he never would have had a chance. So um, he thinks he's helped them. So, anyways, Can interesting take. Week, let's talk about Phil real quick. Sure. With the, let me I, ask you I, this. Dude, I, I, so that's what I was saying. Deep. If if you consider Phil deep odds, he's fifty to one. I like those odds. I throw I throw fifty bucks on Phil right now. I mean, you gotta, you know, he just won at AT and T. It must be let nice. Let me ask you this: for the story, for the game of golf, um, I think the top three stories would be Phil completing the major the career grand slam especially at his age yep. tiger obviously and if kepka could win three in a row where do you guys you guys place those three stories sure i'll let from you from one first. two three uh so the middle what was the middle one i heard the kepka, kepka winning three in a row like the first time in over a hundred well years. T- so tiger woods winning <laughs> is obviously <laughs> still i think like it's tiger so I think ti- it's just, yeah, just, it's just it, like so. that's that's obviously number one uh brooks winning three in a row is probably sec a third on that list and 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 phil Getting completing the grand slam would be would be two. If I was gonna add like a few especially more, especially for in the his back age, end, I think for true golf fans that might be even. Oh yeah, even I don't want to say bigger than Tiger because nothing is bigger than Tiger. But exactly, you, you know what I'm saying. That's why in it's terms Tiger of like, Phil, it'd be Brooks. more of a like a if Tiger wins, it'd be like he's back, baby. We got this. He's playing well. If Phil wins, it'd be like this guy is 48 years old. Holy shit! It'll be more of a holy and he, crap. And he finally did it. He yeah. finally got the US Open. I'm with I'm with Steve. I think it would be Tiger, obviously, because <clears throat> of the Masters, because the the comeback would be fully completed. For those that say he won't win at a tournament outside of Augusta. Um, then Phil, because the fact that it's Phil Mickelson and that you can blend into the Tiger story. They both won a major mm-hmm. this year and they've taken on these young guys. At their age, yeah. And like, as, as great of a story as it would be, and we would look at Brooks probably a little different, I think we would still think of Bruce, Brooks Kepka as Brooks Kepka and not that fucking interesting <laughs> if he wins three in a row. Nothing changes. Like, like, he had, I, I was always with you. I'm like, God, he's so boring, like blah, blah. If you listen to sound bites and in, uh, I know you don't want to plug rival podcasts, but he seems like kind of a guy like I'd almost want to hang out with now. When I thought he was like watching paint dry, but he's like a beer drinking guy, kind of hangs out, does his thing. Yeah, he is, he's, but he's, he's wearing on me as we're getting to know a little more sure, about him. But yes. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, but I think he's still Brooks Kepka, and he doesn't move the needle like Ricky does. He doesn't move the needle like Phil or Tiger do, right? Like he's not yeah. as interesting. We're not seeing him on Rolex commercials. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Not, again, not really his fault, I guess, but but it, well, I mean, no, that it was, would be a wild story. Imagine, imagine a guy where in this three generation US with Opens all these unbelievable all these studs, it's wild. all these studs winning three U.S. Opens in a row, it's insane. Yeah, Tiger didn't even do that in his peak. But if I Tiger think, wins, then we can get more to the Jack conversation, which would push golf too. Of course, yes. I mean Tiger's the needle. Tiger's, you know, Tiger Tiger is, is the, needle. the needle. He's number one. I, I, if I'm going to throw two four and fives out there, I would put sure. Spieth and Rory in that conversation mm-hmm. because Spieth's been off the rails for a little bit. So is Rory when it comes yeah. to the major championships. I'd but he's been playing just on the major championships. I mean, he's been playing well. But, I mean, those two guys, you know, are really trying to solidify themselves as, no, we are elite golfers. We are in this top top three to five company with Tiger and such. And right now, Brooks is dominating. Dustin's dominating. And I don't think you see, so many good players. You see Spieth me, and Rory is just sort of falling back a little bit. So if one of those two wins... I let think me offer a counter to that because I think what would be bigger than both those four or five is if Ricky Fowler would win. I and I that. feel like the I young can, generation... one right, major I, before it's... I know. feel like the younger generation and those that are into golf and the millennial yeah. generation, that would mean so much to them. How great would it be if yeah, I agree. Ricky Fowler yeah, I agree. Was, a, right. was a major champ? Yeah, I mean, actually, pro- yeah, awesome. I mean, and I'm not saying this is a homer, but that's pro- yeah, that probably is just as big as those two stories for sure. I I, I like Ricky's chances at Royal Port Rush better than I have him. Here. I agree. Um, it, I think it's such a second shot golf course, like you said earlier, Scotty. And if there's one sort of inconsistent part of his game, it's you know from 150 yards and in. I just don't know what's going to happen with Ricky. But anyways, he's a great putter, so if he can get it rolling. See what happens. Keep, yeah, he keeps it in the fairway, man. I mean, that's a guy that can win at a course like this. All right, so what's everyone doing for the tournament? You rented out the... Hell yeah, baby. I got a movie, like a movie theater you room movie in my theater? apartment complex. And uh, um, I want to do a, a um, uh, paramutual. No, not paramutual. Paramutual betting? Yeah. Right? An auction, like a live auction. That's paramutual. Well, the, right. didn't we do that for the Tiger Film match? No, I want to have um, all the guys over and we just... It's, it's not called Paramutual. What am I thinking of? Paramutual. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's like horse. Calcutta. Play. Calcutta. You know what Calcutta okay. is? Yeah, yes. yeah. It's basically an auction for players. Yeah. So I, yeah. I kind of want to organize one of those and then... You did a great play. job playing Bookie last time, by the yeah, way. Pretty good we, we have to... Can we do that for the for the British Open? Because I can't do it for this one. Yeah. Well, up, can we take off work and just like get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and just watch? Done. I want so take off work done. Yeah, Steve. We're doing. I want what I want to do over the weekend of that tournament. Wait, wait. It's right. My wife's might be like popping out a baby. Well, too bad. It's British Open weekend. Should have <laughs> thought about that. But I would love to uh, do what Scotty's did for the. Uh, he calls it the Bilpin, but like they get like a fog machine and they all wear mm-hmm. rain gear, which pump this place full of fog. And That's actually just, like, hilarious. <laughs> did somebody really do that? We call it inclement weather, and then we get hammered and drink fucking all day and yeah i think that's great um I, i'll try to rent you should just we'll get a fog machine for the Hell place yeah. and then we'll just so funny we just all come in with like rain gear on and, and just like let's go yeah, and full on British traditional Open dish whether it's fish and chips or whatever yeah absolutely that's really we funny. can make fish I like and that chips. idea uh, so, I want to do that. I wanted to do all the traditional pub fare, like, like you know, Augusta. You do the Southern cooking or whatever. So what, the, do, you, uh, what do we do for the U.S. Open? You gotta have like fish and crab. Or something. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. Like, you gotta San go, Fran, you gotta North, go North, NoCal thing is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all the New York food. You could do, you could do that Italian or something, Long Island, Long yeah. fries. Yeah, I do that for the F1 races, but they do different countries. That's yeah, that gets crazy. Hey, girl, hey, I'm back. Emily's back. Just a lot. Emily had a recess. Yeah, lots of fights. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be good what, content. Good? Great oh, content. Good. A lot of gloves came off. 
lot great content. Um, so we're getting to the we're getting we're wrapping it up. We're getting to plans for the weekend. Emily and I are gonna be there. Oh, hey. hey. Uh, tell us, Emily. Let Emily tell us. About yeah, you tell us what's up. This pebble trip. Uh, don't don't all, say too much. Are y'all don't, driving? Don't don't we're say driving. anything about things that we don't have yet. Okay, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say anything that we don't have yet. All I'm saying is that we're you should trying. say everything you don't have, so somebody gives it to you. Ex- they listen to I this. I know. What's wrong nope. with you? Okay, I don't so, want to jinx all right, myself. you guys, we are totally digressing. Can I just explain? We are driving to Pebble Beach. Never been there before. Oh, you're gonna love it. I'm so excited. Steve's been there before with his like ex girlfriend. No, I have not. I've not been to Pebble Beach. <laughs> oh, that's, that's incorrect. I've been down the Central Coast, but I have not been to Pebble Beach. Oh, okay, good. So good. Oh, Steve's I'm so re- excited. Received fellatio on 17 Mile Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, so, you can top it off. So yeah. we're going there. We have we have gallery tickets, which are awesome uh, for Saturday and Sunday, depending upon our our situation on Friday. Um, if he's able to um, work from the car, I'll just kind of mosey and drive up and I'll allow him to work. And uh, maybe we can catch a little bit of this and a little bit of that on Friday night. We'll see. Um, would love to get hospitality tickets, but we'll see if that, that happens. We've got some things lined up. And then hopefully we'll get, I will get a compound tour. So we will go see all the perfect, all the, the toys behind the event. We'll let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, how all that goes. And, and if we get credentials, then, you know, maybe we'll stop and say hi to uh, I don't a think, golfer or two. I don't think Ask I, them to come on the podcast. Well, you might get credentials. I don't think I will. The great thing is, is that I I know majority or a lot of the people that are going to be working this event. So it'll be nice to see some friendly faces. I just pray that my ankles don't swell up a ton because yep, we will be doing a lot of walking. Got a pregnant woman on our hands. Yeah. So, so it, find a nice, quiet, cool place. But we got we fine. have some Italian on Friday night. We're going to, and then I'm hoping. Hey guys, if you have any great recommendations for any good fish locations or fish restaurants, uh, let us know. It's just two of us. We're happy to join your party. You know, just just hit us up and let us know. By the way, we finally uh, thank you, Emily. We finally did order some merch too. So if you guys want to comment on us, we'll post some pictures this weekend. Give us your uh, your pick and winner. If you pick the right thing, we'll send you a koozie. We gotta uh, we gotta set you guys up to go talk to Kenny and open some wine with. Oh, Kenny we're definitely fine. Oh, we're definitely fine. By the way, Kevin Nas odds aren't bad. We well, seem shy to ask for things. Help these Steve, two idiots out if you like I am a little shy. Steve I'll is very that. shy. Oh, me, dude, I have. No, me either. That's why I <laughs> yeah, like I did you. I a podcast about uh, wine about eight months ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a winery. Oh, yeah, come on in. Like, dude, you'd be shocked how many people say okay. This Absolutely. is why I love Steve is because he is very... Because he's a pussy, he's uh, always saying. Because no. <laughs> you get to wear the pants. Yin and yang. Yes, yes, I get to wear the pants. No, I... She, <laughs> Emily just gets us anywhere. That or hey. Scotty. Scotty got us to the front row of the Eric Church concert. But who ago. got us a J.P. Morgan tent at Riv? I did. Exactly. Uh, Emily did. Well done, good girl. I know. Uh, Emily gets us into I, any I VIP area. Long story short, we hope to get you guys some good content from from the course this week. (laughs) Guys, make sure you uh, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. We're on Spotify as well. Check us out there. Give us the follow uh, at Waggle and Whiff Pod on Instagram and Waggle and Whiff on Twitter. We'll have some content coming to you from Pebble all weekend. Enjoy the U.S. Open. Some gear. Like I said, comment at us. If you comment the right winner on some of our posts or on the post that we ask you to, we will send you some merch. We'll send you some koozies, maybe a hat. All are on order, and uh, we'll talk to you guys all soon. Did I miss anything? At Ben Hague, com, at Ben Hague is my Instagram. But I'm quitting show business, yes. so I don't. No, care Ben Hague's not quitting show. Well, business. At Ben Hague, nice, follow at Ben Hague. You have a nice website. 
website as well. That is. Who cares? There's no dates on it. www.benhag.com. <laughs> Follow at Ben Hague. Yes. On uh, Instagram and Twitter. He's very funny. And he won't. He's going through. Uh, it seems like he's having transition. a rough day. He's going through a, a rough day. Transition. Going through a transition. All right. He's having guys. a rough day. So give Ben Hague right, some love. He's very we funny. love you. We're excited for this U.S. Open this weekend. You guys enjoy it. It's gonna be awesome. Let's, Let's go. go. DJ. Bye.